Matthew 6.33 But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Thank you for listening and being a part of Season 4 of Seeking the Kingdom Podcast. This is where we discuss biblical topics. God willing, we plan to have a new episode for you every Saturday morning. We pray that by listening to these podcast sermons, your faith would increase and that we would grow together as one in the body of Christ. God bless you from the Kingdom of God Ministries in Miami, Florida. Praise the Lord and praise God. God bless you for listening to this episode of Seeking the Kingdom podcast. Tonight's episode is Season 4, Episode 25, titled, Put Your Situation Before the Lord. Tonight, um, I'm joined by my brother Christopher. uh, And to open up tonight's program, uh, we want to open up in prayer. Christopher, would you open up in prayer? Amen. Hallelujah, Mugadel, Mugadad. We worship you. We praise you, Father God. We give you glory, honor, and praise, Mugadel. Devla, thank you again for an opportunity to learn about your word, Mugadel, to hear your voice, Father God. I pray, Mugadel, that your spirit would teach us, guide us, and lead us tonight, Father God, as we read your word, Father God, as we hear it. I pray that you would open up our eyes and our ears to listen to your spirit, Father, to listen to your voice, Mukadel. And I pray, Father God, that we would be instructed, Father God, that we would apply this word to our lives for your glory, honor, and praise. I pray that you would bless Joshua as he brings the word forward, Father God. I, I pray, Mukadel, that the spirit would bring those points that you've given to him to his remembrance, Father God. In Jesus' mighty name, we thank you and give you glory, honor, and praise. Amen. Amen. God bless you, Christopher. Uh, so, Christopher, earlier this morning, I was uh, reading uh, God's Word, and uh, I came across the story found in Second Kings eighteen, uh, and I just found it, you know, heavy on my heart to share it on on the, tonight's program. Um, and we're going to be focusing on a story that maybe not is not too familiar with some people. I know this was, mm-hmm. you know, the first time I read it myself, uh, and we're going to be talking about a king of Judah. Um, his name is Hezekiah, and the story can be found. Uh, in Second Kings chapter 18. Uh, there's going to be a lot of reading tonight, so we want to get through it as quick as possible without being, you know, really confusing. So uh, I ask you that you just, uh, the listener would just bear with us and uh, uh, just pay attention. And I pray that the Lord's word would just uh, come out crystal clear uh, as he attends it in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, so uh, the king's name was Hezekiah. Uh, he uh, was 25 years old when he became king, uh, and he reigned in Jerusalem for 29 years. And it also tells us in uh, eight, chapter 18, verse 5, uh, that he was uh, he trusted the Lord. Uh, he uh, and there was no one like him among all the kings of Judah, either before him or after his time. Uh, so. Before we get into our main story, Christopher, I just want to make it clear that this could happen to anybody. This is somebody. Mm-hmm. This is you know somebody who trusted in the Lord. He relied on God. He didn't rely on his own understanding. And it, this situation that we're going to be talking about can happen to the best of us, Christopher. Uh, sure. But you know, as we always talk about, and as we know, we can always come you know through everything because God always gives us strength. So we're going to pick up our story in 2 Kings chapter 18, verse 13. In the 14th year of King Hezekiah's reign, 
the king of Assyria came to attack the fortified towns of Judah and conquered them. Christopher, the king of Assyria represents Udusmano in, in the scripture. Mm-hmm. So King Hezekiah sent this message uh, to the king of Assyria. I have done wrong. I will pay whatever tribute money you demand. If you will only withdraw. The king of Assyria then demanded a settlement of more than 11 tons of silver and one ton of gold. To gather this amount, uh, King Hezekiah used all the silver stored in the temple of the Lord and in the uh, palace treasury. Hezekiah even uh, stripped the gold from the door of the Lord's temple and from the door post that he had overlaid with gold. And he gave it all to the king of Assyria. Uh, So Christopher, we see here that what God meant for his own pleasure, uh, that, you know, the king of uh, the king Hezekiah, you know, took it into his own hands to to give this uh, as a mita to the Duzmano, Mm -hmm. only that uh, if, if the king would withdraw, if the king wouldn't attack, if the king of Assyria would just leave them alone. So what I I have here, to make things right with uh, the enemy, King Hezekiah gave 11 tons of silver and one ton of gold, right? So here's the question that I'm I'm asking tonight. In our situation, to try to make things right, are we doing what Hezekiah did? Taking from what God has given us and giving it to our enemy. What do I mean by that, Christopher? Here's what I mean. Hezekiah gave the silver and the gold. Are we giving up our service to God? Are we giving up praying? Are we giving up worshiping? Are we giving up the things of God? The things that we know that God intended for his purpose. The things that Mm -hmm. we know that are good. Are we giving up those things in our situation? Are we giving up when the trouble comes, when the problem comes, are we giving up what we know is going to get us out of the, out of the trouble, out of the storm, or are we giving it up to satisfy and to, and to give into the enemy's trap? So let's move on. Uh, we pick it up in 17. Nevertheless, the king of Assyria sent his commanders in chief with a huge army to confront King Hezekiah in Jerusalem. The Syrians took up a position besides the aqueduct that feeds water into the upper pool near the road leading to the field where cloth is washed. Christopher, what happened here is uh, even after everything that Hezekiah did, giving up all the silver and gold, it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. So the water here, the aqueducts is a is a big pool, uh, basically where water is stored. And it leads mm-hmm. into the people's wells. It leads into their, uh, and it's their supply of water. Uh, so like always in the Bible, water here represents life. Okay. So the enemy surrounded the aqueducts and their supply of water. When we give into the enemy's plans, before we know it, the enemy makes it seem that our, our resources, our life is, you know, unacceptable to get to the promises of God. When we let the enemy confuse us and say, oh, his word is not good enough. His promises are not good enough. And before you know it, Christopher, when we don't know 
uh, God's promises when we don't know his word and when the enemy tricks us to think we're, we can't access that anymore because we gave in, that we're not good enough anymore. Before we know it, we don't know his power and we don't know his promises. And if we don't know those things, Christopher, we are left weak. Mm -hmm. So let's continue to go on. Verse 19. Then the Assyrian king told Hezekiah through this message. This is what the great king of Assyria says. What are you trusting in that makes you so confident? Do you think that mere words can substitute for military skills and strength? Who are you counting on that you rebelled against me? On Egypt? If you lean on Egypt, it will be like a reed of splinters beneath your weight and pierces your hand. Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, is completely unreliable. But perhaps you will say to me, we are trusting in the Lord our God. But isn't he the one who was insulted by Hezekiah? Didn't Hezekiah tear down to his shrines and altars and make everyone in Judah and Jerusalem worship only at the altar here in Jerusalem? I tell you what, strike a bargain with my master, the king of Assyria, and I will give you 2,000 horses, if you can find that many men to ride on them. With your tiny army, how can you think of challenging even the weakest contingent of my master's troops? Even with the help of Egypt's chariots and charioteers. What more? Do you think you have invaded your land without the Lord's direction? The Lord himself told us, attack this land and destroy it. So Christopher, what the enemy is doing here, he's turning it all around. He's, he's getting the people of Judah confused. And look what mm. look what's going on here. Like Hezekiah, are we putting our trust in the things of the past? See what, what Judah did and what Hezekiah is doing here. He's going to back to Egypt and asking them for help. The Lord delivered him out of Egypt, Christopher, for a reason. Why are they putting their trust in him? So here's the question. Are we putting our trust in the things of this world? God delivered me from these things a long time ago. But as soon as a problem pops up, instead of running to prayer, instead of running to the word of God, I'll run to a shot of Tito's instead, Christopher. Or I'll run to a Percocet instead, Christopher. Instead of running to what I know what's useful in the situation through prayer and to the word of God, I'll run to these things that I know that I know that are no good for me. And you know what, Christopher? Mm -hmm. Even the enemy knows that it's unreliable. Like the uh, king of Assyria knew that Pharaoh and his army was unreliable. The Duzmano knows that the Percocet and the drink is unreliable in our life. But he'll use that, Christopher. You know why he'll use it? Because he knows what it leads to. It leads to destruction. It leads to destruction. Let's move on. Verse 26. Then Ekilim, son of Helkai, said to the Assyrian chief of staff, Please speak to us in Aramaic, for we understand it well. Don't speak in Hebrew, for the people on the wall will hear. But the chief of staff replied to him, do you think my master sent this message only to you and to your master? He wants all the people to hear it. For when we put the city under siege, they will suffer along with you. They will be hungry 
and they will be so thirsty they will eat of their own mess then the chief of staff stood and shouted in hebrew to the people on the wall listen to this message from the great king of assyria this is what the king says don't let hezekiah deceive you christopher he's using he's using uh tricks against the people of uh of judah to deceive them just like the Dusmano uses against us, he'll turn, he'll turn it all against us. Look what he says. He will never be able to rescue you from my power. Don't let him fool you into trusting into the Lord by saying, the Lord will surely rescue us. This city will never fall into the hands of a Syrian king. Don't listen to Hezekiah. These are the terms the king of Assyria is offering make peace with me open the gates and come out then each of you can continue eating from your own grapevines and fig trees and drinking from your own well then i will arrange to take you to another land like this one a land of grain a land of new wine bread and vineyards olive groves and honey choose life instead of death don't listen to Hezekiah when he tries to mislead you by saying the Lord will rescue us. Have the gods of any other nation was ever saved their people from the king of Assyria? What happened to the gods of uh, Hamath and Arpad? And what about the gods of uh, Seraphim and Hina and Liva? Did any god rescue Samaria from my power? What God of any nation has ever been able to save its people from my power? So what makes you think that the Lord can rescue Jerusalem from me? But the people were silent and did not utter a word because Hezekiah had commanded him not to. Then Eklam, oh. son of Hilkiah and the palace uh, administrators, the court of secretary and uh, Asaph, the royal historian, went back to Hezekiah. They tore their clothes in despair and they went in to see the king and told him what the Assyrian chief of staff had said. So Christopher, there's two things I noticed here, Christopher. The attack is never only just for me. The attack yeah. is never only just for you. It's going to affect everyone around you. But Very look good. what it says in Isaiah 54 17 christopher can you read that for us please amen isaiah 54 17 no weapon forged against you will prevail and you will refute every tongue that accuses you this is the heritage of the servants of the lord and this is their vindication from me declares the lord that's the promises of god christopher that's amen. the promises that no weapon forged against his people will prevail will prosper so we don't have to worry when the enemy taunts us and attacks us like he did here. He did here because we're going to find out a little bit later on what happened to the king of Assyria and how God overcame this battle for the people of Judah. Like he always will because because of the because of Jesus. Because of Jesus and his righteousness, Christopher, we are able to inherit that same promise. That same promise in Isaiah, Christopher. Because of what Jesus done for us, we can live and hold on to that promise that Isaiah said, that God used Isaiah to say in Isaiah 54, 17. And the second thing I noticed here, Christopher, the enemy will always try to make it sound like the grass is greener on the other side, when we know it's not. 
he promises he promised them things that they knew wasn't true just like us hey. he may promise us the world he may promise us things but they're all tricks from the enemy christopher read psalms 23. psalms 23 the lord is my shepherd i lack nothing he makes me lie down in green pastures he leads me besides quiet waters he refreshes my soul he guides me along the right paths for his name's sake even though i walk through the darkest valley i will fear no evil for you are with me your rod and your staff they comfort me you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies you anoint my head with oil my cup overflows surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life and i will dwell in the house of the lord forever amen amen so that's the promises of god that he will make us lie down in green pasture that this world has nothing to offer us this world cannot give us peace god almighty will give us peace when we put our trust in him amen amen Christopher, let's move on to chapter 19, verse 14. And this is where we pick up our story. After Hezekiah received a letter from the messengers and read it, he went up to the Lord's temple and spread it out before the Lord. And Hezekiah prayed this prayer before the Lord. O Lord, God of Israel, you are enthroned between the mighty cherubim. You alone are God. Of all the kingdoms of earth, you alone created the heavens and the earth. Bend down, O Lord, and listen. Open your eyes, O Lord, and see. Listen to the enemy's words of defiance against the living God. It is true, Lord. The kings of Assyria have destroyed all these nations, and they have thrown the gods of the nations into a fire and burned them. But of course the Assyrians could destroy them. They were not gods at all, only idols of wood and stone shaped by human hands. Now, O Lord our God, rescue us from his power. Then all the kingdoms of the earth will know that you alone are God. Christopher, what a Amen. beautiful prayer. What a beautiful prayer. And you know what's beautiful, Christopher, about that? that after trying everything in his own power, Hezekiah, he remembered that God Almighty is on his side and he spoke to him. He spoke to God Almighty, Christopher. And you know what's beautiful about that, Christopher? Because God Almighty, the creator of all things, has Hezekiah acknowledged in his prayer, could have turned his ear away, but he listened. He listened just like he listens to me and you, Chris. Look Amen. what it says in 1 Peter 3.12. For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are attentive to their prayer. Body, follow Jesus, Christopher. We are made righteous, and God is attentive to our prayers. God will always listen to us when we call. So what happened? Isaiah, the prophet Isaiah, Christopher, mm -hmm. came and spoke this prophecy to King Hezekiah. And he told them that everything's going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay. And look what happens in chapter 19, verse 35. That night, the angel of the Lord went out 
to the Assyrian camp and killed 185,000 Assyrian soldiers. When the surviving Assyrians woke up the next morning, they found corpses everywhere. Then the king of Assyria broke camp and returned to his own land. He went home to his capital of Nineveh and stayed there. So Christopher, we see here that the Lord fought the battle and it was Amen. victorious. We have confidence in this, Christopher, that no matter what we face, no matter what the situation is, when we put that situation before the Lord, he will fight our battles and we will always come out victorious. God bless you. That's what the Lord gave me, Christopher. Uh, do you have anything you wanted to add to this? Joshua, just real quick, all through the two chapters that you read, uh, there was one thing that was lacking. Hezekiah never consulted God. Hey. In the midst of it, he didn't. So what I can learn from this is this. In my problem and going through something, when the enemy tries to attack me, the first resource should be prayer. Amen. That should be the first thing that I can go to God and tell him, Divla, I need you. I depend on you. You're the God in charge here. Save me from my worry. Save me from my fear. Save me from my enemies. And that's exactly what Hezekiah did here. And through that, we see that God delivered him and gave him victory. Amen. God bless you, Christopher. Great point. So to end tonight's program, uh, we want to pray for all the prayer requests that we see on Instagram. Uh, all the prayer requests we get in our DMs. Uh, and we want to ask God, like Hezekiah, he spoke with an honest heart. And tonight we're going to speak with an honest heart in our prayer. And we're going to ask God to always remind us to put him first. Always to be sensitive to his voice, to the Holy Spirit's voice. And to always be led and directed by the Spirit. To never rely on our own understanding, but to always rely on him. Amen. Amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, Devil of Week, knowledge out God that who you are, Devil. You are the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, and there's no one like you, Jesus. Devil, you can overcome all things, Father God. Devil, so we know, Devil, that through you, Devil, we can overcome all things, Father. Akana, Devil, I pray, Father God, for these situations, Father God, cancer, Father God, heart trouble, Devil, kidney problems, Father God, diabetes, Father God. Devil autism, devil speech to lay, Father God. Devil in all these sicknesses, devil, we put them at your feet, Father God. Sali Manus, devil, I said, devil, and Father God. We put them at your feet, Father God. Devil, Sali Manus, devil, who are dealing with devil, devil cancer, Father God, and all these devil ugly sicknesses, Father God. Devil, we put them at your feet, Lord Jesus. And devil, we know, devil, that you're able to overcome, devil, because your name is Jehovah Rapha, and we call upon you, and we know that you're able to heal. Akana, Devla. Devla, as King Hezekiah prayed, Father God, that prayer, Father God, from his heart, Devla, we pray this prayer at that, Devla. Devla, when we go through situation, Devla, forgive us, Father God, for not turning to you, Devla, not making you our first priority, Devla. I pray, Devla, that your Holy Spirit, Devla, would speak to us, Devla, and remind us of Devla, these things, Father God. That we would remember, Devla, that the first priority, Devla, when a situation comes, Devla, our way to turn to you, Father God, and put you first. And Devla, we know, Devla, without a shadow of doubt, the way, Father God, that you overcame, Devla, the Syrian king, Father God, and killed, Devla, that army of 185,000 people. Devla, you will overcome, Devla, our situation. Devla, we put it in your hands. Akana, Devla, you take control. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
Praise the Lord and praise God. Thank you for listening to this episode of Seeking the Kingdom. God willing, we plan to have a new episode for you every Friday and every Saturday morning. Please continue to be a part of what God is doing at Kingdom of God Ministry in Miami, Florida. We kindly ask that you share this episode, subscribe and follow us. It would help the show to reach other people that we may further the Kingdom of God. We also ask that you keep us at the church in your daily prayers. God bless.